Greetings. My name is Corey Newton. And I'm Maximilian Lopez, and we are Commander Minority. In Magic Headline News, Coalesce Apparel discontinued its newly featured Ugin-inspired clothing line when consumers complained that all the garments were colorless and required two other people to order the item before it was released. And now, back to the podcast. Okay, so let's talk about, real quick, if we're talking about engines. So let's take my Halar deck. Halar the Flower Fletcher is one red and green. It's a 3-3 legendary elf archer with trample. Whenever you cast a spell, if that spell was kicked, put a woman counter on Halar. Then Halar deals damage equal to the number of 1-1 counters to each opponent. So, like, that is not an engine. Would you agree? Right. It doesn't it isn't accrue advantage by you playing your deck. Although I would have to say, in general, obviously the way that I've built my deck, I think it is it is definitely like uh, an engine of damage, right? So like me casting kicker spells, the kicker things aren't that good, right? Usually. Yeah. But Halar makes it that good. So in the in the same vein of like Conjurer's Claw or Panharmonicon or Videlkin Ori, I would put Halar in that category. What do you think? Yeah, that makes sense. I definitely can see see that. Um, and I've definitely died to your Halar deck. It's super obnoxious. <laughs> and it's only because, like, people underrated, of course. And then, like, yeah, it's a spell slinger. Sorry, I would no tell you. A lot of instants. But, yeah, so I'm just saying, like, my point is, is that it's still very hard for people to understand what engines are versus what threats. Because Halar, to me, is an engine that turns into a threat, right? So if you kill it, you're actually killing both things, right? You're yeah. actually killing the engine and then also killing the threat, um, which is what makes it probably not the best commander because it, everything's in one. But still, that's that's why I like it. I'm, I'm down with that. So top five cards? So... It's not, there's no huge surprise. Um, and my top five cards. Is there any, any, is this, is this a category or is just in general? Top five cards, period, to play? Period, to Period. Okay. Whether it's like you play it a bunch, you should love it, it feels right, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Three, yep. Three of my top five are all counter spells. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, do you want, do you want to go first? You gotta, you know, or are you? Maybe... Yeah. So, so I'll say number five for me is uh curse of opulence. I, I love that card so me. much. I'm just letting you guys know those listening that I play a lot of uncommons and commons now. And I'm just finding like these really good pushed uncommons are just, man, they're so good. Curse of opulence, one mana, it's a curse. You put it on a player whenever that player is attacked by anybody you get a gold. And then if an opponent attacks whoever you enchant, they get a gold and you get a gold still. So either way, you're getting a gold. And not only is it a good ramp because it's only one mana. So like I've never got less than five, period. Like five gold. I I don't think that there has been a game because here's the thing. It's only threatening to one player, so it's not like it's 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 not like skull clamp. It's not like something else where like it's a crew. It's still a crew advantage, but it's not like super oppressive or whatever. Now, but what it does do is create that political sense. Like, you know what? I have this one one, 
and I could like swing at whoever, but I really want this gold, right? They're just greedy. Just you're just feeding into people's greed, and that's the the point of that card. And so like then what happens in the game if people if you notice when I start playing when I play Curse of Opulence, what happens is, is that the one or two the chip damage that guy the guy that's getting hit stops being mad at me for putting the Curse of Opulence and starts being mad at the people that are hitting him. And so like now you have this political uh, tension that you can kind of play off of super good and like i'm sitting here like oh just, you know i'm good thank you like i i've got gold like i'm just using it now and, and and what the thing is is i psychologically i'll use the gold rather than use my mana and i know some people think that is, uh, is suboptimal but the point is is that visually if i have no gold on the battlefield people are like oh yeah i'll give you one gold because you'll just have one thing on the battlefield you see what i'm saying so like it's a super good card love it i think it's underrated everybody should play it Side note on that card, I all I pack that card in every red deck I own, and I stack my gold up because if someone's gonna <laughs> if someone's gonna overload random blast, I don't care. I'm stacking yeah. it to the ceiling. You got it. You got it. You got it. All right, go ahead. What is your number number five card? Uh, I mean, I don't know if they're in any specific order, but I'm gonna go with Arcane Denial. Mm, love it. Love it. Um, because it just counterspell costs blue blue. Arcade now costs one in the blue, and I play a lot of multicolored decks, and it just counters everything for two, and I draw a card. Now what you're thinking, like, oh, my opponent gets two cards. I don't care that that card they wanted to play is gone. So really, you know, they're having a bad time, right? If they pay 10 mana for time stretch, they get two cards. That's, they would play their commander, they get two cards. Like, it's the same kind of ideology as, like, a... Super good, yeah. That's the, that's the, yeah. Yeah. That's the card parody thing also going into the thing. Because here's the thing. They're up by one, right? Because they drew two, but they lost one. So they're up by one. You just used one, but then you gained one back. So you're at net zero. And everybody else is at net zero. So really, the only person that's plus one is the opponent. And that's like a good political tool because you're like, hey, look, I had to get rid of Like, I had to counter that, man. Like, everybody, you try to get everybody into the conversation. Like, yeah, man, that's terrible. That's a bad, you know. He had a counter and like, hey, I mean, I gave you two cards for it, though. Like, hey, you're good. You, you're getting back in this. So, like, if you can convince them that that was an equal trade, which you very know well that it was not an equal trade, right? For all you know, they could have drew two lands or whatever, right? Or things that they don't need rather than the threat that you that they were either going to win the game with or set up super good with, right? Yeah. So it's a very, very good card to, to play that. All right, number four, what do you got? My number four card is Siphon Mine. I think that card is played not enough. The ability to put everybody down by one and you draw three, I think is super good. And the more people that are playing, the better that card gets. Of course, people are going to say like, oh, well, there's sometimes when you draw it late and nobody has cards or whatever. But then like you're already doing good at that point, right? So like the the disadvantage of, of putting them down one is not that, you know, is whatever because you're already in that winning position if they're like out of stuff in hand i do like the fact they can go it's splashable it's three and one black each opponent draw discards a card and you draw cards equal to the number this way and that equal to the numbers is really good so it's splashable you can put it in triple color decks if you wanted to do it it's on turn four so doing it on curve feels really good to me pretty good card yeah i i'm not super hype on this card but i i have seen it do work and again, you know, we'll go back to the conversation before. Like, if you play in turn four, 
you're literally arch enemy for at least a turn and a half, right? Like everybody's like, oh, wow, wow, discarding already. I'm trying. I'm promise you, that's what everybody's gonna say. <laughs> All right, so well, so let me side. Uh, so that so that's the um, uncommon or the common version, but the rare version of this, people don't play enough, in my opinion, and that's Kaya's Ghost Assassin. Don't know what that do. Hold on, I'm gonna tell you right now. Kai's Ghost Assassin is a Planeswalker. It's two and a white and a black. So the same converted mana cost as Siphon Mine. But it has three abilities. It has a zero ability where you can exile Kaya and up to one target creature and then return that creature to the battlefield under its owner's control at the beginning of your next upkeep. You lose two life. So you can essentially blink something, something for a whole turn cycle. Negative one, each opponent loses two life and you gain two life. Meh. But the negative two is each player discards a card and you draw a card. And that's five mana. Or that's a five loyalty. So yeah, it's I not can... it's not as good as Siphon Mine, but it's repeatable. You can at least do this two times and then when you and then you can exile something and then it comes back with five loyalty and you just keep doing it. And like, okay, so they so that your 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 opponents get mad, and then what are they going to do? They're going to swing at you, or they're going to swing at Kaya? They're going to swing at Kaya. So she just soaked up damage to you for quotation marks the hate that you brought. I mean, all right, all right. I just I'm I'm. I'm, I'm just saying. I think pretty, I think people. <laughs> um, Go ahead. You're no. You're number four. My number four is Mystic Confluence because like it's a fat draw spell, right? Like five Super mana good. draw three. No slouch. Five mana, bounce three permanents. Three, three creatures, excuse me. No slouch. Um, obviously, the counter spell is... A, it counters a spell unless they pay three instead of a hard counter. But, you know... Mana leak. Mana leak, yeah. It's, a, it's a, one of the most mana leaks. So, so I've definitely been one time where I had to triple mana leak, and it didn't feel that good. I'm not going to lie. But the ability to counter a spell, draw two... But, you know, bounce two guys, draw a card. Like, when you have a control card that has card draw attached to it, it is always super good. Um, if not this card, then, like, well, let's do a slash slash. Uh, Mystic Confluence slash slash repulse slash slash the new one. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, what is it called? It, like, returns all commanders type of player controls their own hand. Oh, parallel vortex or something like that. Uh, it's not what I can't recall, but the you know it'd be it'd be that kind of control effect that's really strong with a card draw attached. Right. Uh, uh, that's my number four. Okay. The the tempo for it, yeah. For for five, I mean it's a it's a big. It's a big man investment to leave five open, but the blowouts are just like too good to to pass up. I think. I mean, also with 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 playing, uh, you know, a multicolored control deck or a blind control deck, just like you just always leave man up, put people on tilt, especially if you can make your deck where you can win later, right? Like a lot of people are like, I need to win by a certain turn. It's like, nah, I actually just want to see how long this game can go. Like, you know, we're gonna win later. It's fine. It's, it's okay. Because uh, you're right, like it is hard to leave five mana up if you need to win by like, turn eight, right? Like you gotta like play dude, 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 or threat, threat, threat. Like you know, it, it is hard. But like when you're like, I don't need any threats to win anytime soon, you just hit him with the <laughs> thick blowout. It's That's like the, it's like the rope a dope. 
and like boxing, right? Like they, they throw all their energy, throw punches and you're just like, dodge, dodge, dodge. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. So my number three is Heraldic Banner. It is a three mana artifact, came out in Throne of Eldraine, says, uh, as Heraldic Banner and the battlefield, choose a color. Creatures of the chosen color get plus one plus O, oh, and it's a mana rock tap, add one mana of the chosen color. So it's so it's a mana rock that also pumps your team. And I know that all seems insignificant, but oh man, so many times where I've got dudes and I've ramped out, I've ramped them out with this and they just become bigger. Like plus one plus O to a bunch of people is super good. And like I said, you're already going to play ramp. So things that do double duty to me is, is so important when you're trying to get every single ounce out of every single slot that you have. I play Heraldic Banner in almost every single one of my decks. It's just, to me, it's just so good that you can just ramp and also get things. I know people play it in Ayula, I think, yeah, is the, the farrier, because yeah. now your fairies are three ones instead of two ones. Like, that's super good. And plus, it makes a fairy, like, when you play it. So, like, I know people are playing it in that, but to me... It makes one one fairies. Yeah, but then they get plus one plus oh, because yeah, of her bear. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then, then with this one, they get... So, like, there are three ones oh, in the air. Right about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, super good in that deck. But, like, I think it should be played in more decks. Even giving your commander a little little bump or whatever, super good. That's my yeah, I, number three. I definitely remember when it came out, and you're like, super good. And, like, the argument you made is really strong. Um, I'm still not rocking it. We still we still going to have to see. I, I don't know. I, don't, I, I guess I don't attack it. Get your foils now. Get your foils now. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> my number three is probably the best counterspell. I'm, I'm not... I don't care what anybody says. Free consoles aren't that good. The best console ever printed is Cryptic Command. Cryptic Command number three. So good. Counter spell. Draw the card. About to permanent. Tap your team. I don't care. Super good. You got something? No, you don't. <laughs> and yeah, I, I, I agree with you. It's like so good. Once again, the same thing. The blowout potential. Four mana is a lot to hold up once again, but blowout potential is just so good. Again, rope dope. Like you, you, it's not a lot to hold up when you bump out every other turn. Like just like all <laughs> oh, the eight man spell. Nah. Also, you can't attack. Cool. My turn. Okay. <laughs> uh, super good. Uh, is, is it my number two? Yep. Uh, so my number two is light up the stage. Well, I play it in every single red deck that I have. It's super efficient, one mana, and the claws were spectacle where they have to like do damage in every think you're playing red, like you're you're gonna be doing some type of damage you can get through. I don't, I don't think there's ever been not a time where I can just not not spit it for one and two cards exiled, and you can play them until the end of your next turn is the super key part of that, right? So it's not. It's not true impulse draw where, like, you have to use it right now. You have a whole turn cycle. So even if you exile two instants, they just stay there in exile waiting. Now, that's giving away information because they're face up or whatever. But then maybe that causes somebody to play different, right? I'll just give an example. So say you reveal a land and a lightning bolt. Like, who's going to play into that lightning bolt? Nobody, right? And so it's giving you 
quotation marks advantage by it being there. And then you can, and then you're allowed to play, not just cast. So you can get that. That's your land drop. And then if you want, you can play that lightning bolt, or if you don't just let it go. To me, that's super good. <laughs> My number two, the best blue card. It makes everybody salty. They want to ban it. I don't know why. Get off my boy. Get out of here. The Chronic Rift, we love you. <laughs> yeah, it's super good, man. It's just it's just a good time, right? Like you could play like so normally like to have like a as many counter spells as I have removal spells in my deck that play blue. Because I just like because removing things is fine, but just not allowing things is like way better in in every sense of the way like like uh, as far as like the board state as far as your opponent's mentality as far as like the like social impact right like if someone's like oh nobody plays that card i die it's like oh times of the hordes you want to live i got you fam counter spell like um but rift is just like it is so good like oh all those attackers nope all that combo nope all that mana from artifacts nope Mystical Ancient? Nah. Like, no, nothing. You don't get anything. Like, keep everything I have. Nice. Cool. Uh, Rift is my, like, I just love, love Rift. I, I'll be uh, hurt if it ever got banned. Also, slash, slash, Soul Ring. Shout out to my boy, Soul Ring. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. All right. My, so, so this, it, it might not be in any order, but this is definitely a card that I love and I wish I could play in more decks. And I think it doesn't get enough love. And I think it's because, well, let me read the cards. Manifold Insights. It's two mana and one um, blue. And it says, it's a sorcery. It says, reveal the top 10 cards of your library, starting with the next opponent in turn order. So to your left, each opponent chooses a different non-land card, non-land from among them. And then, Put the chosen cards in your hand and the rest in the bottom of your library in any order. In a random order, excuse me. So back when this was printed, I think EDH wasn't evolved enough yet. It looks bad because you're like, oh man, my opponent gets to pick my worst of the 10, of the top 10 cards. But like, here's the thing. If your deck is good, which if now people are evolved, you're using like EDH Rec, you're using a bunch of other things, and you're putting good quality cards in your deck, your quotation marks worst card is still a good card because you put it in your deck. So it's a draw three for three, which is super efficient. So like also, they go... Okay. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Also, like with your soft ally, you could be getting one of the cards that really you really need. <laughs> yeah, you could, you could political. You could be like, hey, look, um, this is what I got. The, here's a threat, but you could do it after they pick. So, like, say the threat is on the guy on your left. You can just not say anything like, hey, can you just pick one? Okay, he's going to pick your worst. And then when it gets to the next dude, you can be like, hey, that first dude, see all this threat? Pick something, and I'll get rid of it. You know what I'm saying? So you yeah. can, like, you can get super political with it. It kind of lets people know what you're doing to with the top 10, but like like I said, if your deck is already a good deck, then you're going to play with good cards. So... People should be playing Manifold Insights much, much more. I mean, I, I believe people play Painful Truths a lot. It's a draw three for three, and then you lose three life. And you yep. have to play three different mana. So, like, Manifold Insights, drawing three for three, why aren't people playing it? Sorcerer Speed, same thing. So, get on it. I, I'm down with that. Definitely, I don't want to mention, definitely good card. Definitely, you definitely put me onto that card, actually. 
Yeah, um, yeah. My number one is literally the best non-infinite card that has ever been printed ever as far as combo is concerned. Right? Like, there's nothing better. I don't believe Fishbowl doesn't even come close to this card. Fishbowl is good. I mean, it would have made the list if this card wasn't so far up the list. Right? So Fishbowl probably number six. This card's number one. Uh, Thousand Year Storm. <laughs> I tap out for this. I untap Table's Dead. Every time, no excuses, no exceptions. Just thanks for showing up. No infinite, just a lot. Just it's good. Like you get you get hit for 35 lightning bolts. That's crazy. Yeah, super good. Super good. And also, just like we said earlier, that's probably something I would kill on the spot as well if you tap out for it. I'm telling you right now, if we're at a convention <laughs> and it's me and you as best buds, right? Because I just I need to make this important for all of you at home to know Matt's one of my best friends. Like if if people quantify their, their friends on levels, right? Because for me, it's just like friends and best friends. But like Max is like my best, best friend, right? If you kill my thousand <laughs> on turn six, I'm telling you, you're pulling out L's and you're just going to die. Like, we're, not, we're not doing this. Absolutely not. What if you're the, that's the only, that's the only engine? Like if there's nothing else at all, it's like empty field, thousand and storm, fine. But if there's literally anything else, I'm telling you, you're gonna have a bad time. I'm not gonna be mad. I'm not gonna say anything either. It's like, all right, cool, cool. Next game, cool. Shuffling up, shuffling up my deck and in, in my, in my I'm, green I'm box. dead for the yeah. <laughs> oh, you like Halar? Nope, <laughs> nope. Counter, uh, counter everything. Uh, also, uh, my old school favorites, um, kind of progressing because I really like this kind of ability is Swarm Intelligence. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Marari. Marari is where I really fell in love. Marari heard about uh, recollect, relearn. That was like the OG combo, infinite mana, yeah, doing yeah. it live, good times. That was the storm. I don't do infinite anymore. It's just like, I got all Oh, it's just things. super value. It's just super yeah. value. It doesn't matter. I mean, you, you don't have to go. That's that's why it's so good. All right, man. Yeah. I'll talk to you later. Dope. All right. Bye. Oh. Commander Inori signing out. And remember, it's a social game, so winning isn't everything.